Hey everyone, I'm Luke Gaston, and you're listening to Goofin'. Thanks for tuning in to Goofin'. Uh, hope you're all doing good. I know a lot of you are. Uh, hopefully, you're, whether you supported Trump or Biden or whoever the hell your your hangover is subsiding this morning, uh, people got down this weekend. Uh, and, you know, I, I personally, I, I'm i not someone who goes on stage and it's just like, here's the problem with Trump, because that's part of the reason I did not like the past four years for comedy when it comes to like, anything political, because... I mean, he, he by design, he created a reality TV show for the nation to follow behind, whether they liked to or not. And uh, he made it just so, he just split the room. And you, it, it's hard to make a joke about the guy because he's a lot like a monkey throwing his own shit. Like, you, you can't make too many jokes about it besides saying, hey, look, there's a fucking monkey over here <laughs> throwing its own doo-doo. Uh, and that's like the trap that a lot of late-night television shows got on because the whole nation is wrapped into this dude's reality TV show and they just want some kind of release valve that's like hey look this guy is uh this guy is a, a piece of shit and that's all the jokes were it's like hey, look Donald Trump <laughs> being a piece of shit again and it just kind of got boring and I'm glad that he for comedy's sake that that fuckers out cuz people are always like isn't Donald Trump great for comedy and it's just like no he kind of created a wormhole where if you make a joke about him, people just start thinking about the reality that he was president and they couldn't laugh. So if you're like, hey, I voted for Trump and I'm stop, I'm not going to listen to goofing anymore. Well, I'm sorry. I, and aren't we past that? Like, let's just go. There's other shit to do. Like, re, I made some sourdough today. You know, that's that's I made sourdough for the first time in four years. <laughs> this is the first time I've been able to feel safe and make sourdough. I really should have been making sourdough way back. I, I, I gobble that shit up. I made stew and sourdough to celebrate. Because I, I wanted to go out to the bars and be like, because I was thinking, like, why am I not at the bars? Oh, that's right. We're still, we have a raging pandemic going on. So I'm just going to stay inside and make bread for a while until COVID clears up. And uh, I want to take a quick second, too, to say thanks to everyone who came out to see some shows this year, and, like, especially this year, <laughs> and who's been listening to the podcast. Uh, I love making it, and I, I lo I, it gives me uh, an excuse to hang out with good buds and funny people. So once COVID starts clearing up, I'm going to get comics from all over the country to come do this show. So looking forward to the future. Thanks for sticking around and being a pal. Uh, and my guest today is one of my best pals. Uh, he's a very funny comedian out in Boulder, Colorado. If there was a pope of Boulder comedy, this man is it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, slap your neighbor, jump up and down, put your hands together for the very funny Anthony Bartolo. Remember that 420 show? Did you feel odd about that? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, the host. Yeah. Do you remember that? It, uh, it was the host, like, one of the judges or something like that? Uh, he never did comedy. Oh, yep, that's scary. He never did comedy. He was wearing uh, a suit and was, a bandana, a was, red bandana. Dude, the next year he did Trump? Not, no, oh, no he, did the, he did Trump uh, that year. Oh. I was there because he came up to host and then he was wearing his suit. And then all of a sudden he just said, excuse me, I got to change. And he runs to the restroom <laughs> And Tobias is looking at me. He was like, should I grab the mic? Because <laughs> it's like, it felt like two minutes. Just way too long. Uh, way too long of just nobody on stage. That's so terrifying. And he comes out with like a Trump shirt and Make America Great hat. I mean, yeah. yes. He's just, it's one of his first times doing comedy. He's just going straight gimmick. Like, I'm going to dress up as Trump. And yes. 
And it was nothing but racist jokes. I remember. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even any Trump jokes. Well, I guess that is kind of his market. But yeah. yeah. But still, it was just like, dude, what the fuck was that? I knew there was a problem when I got booked to do the show. He tried to call me on Facebook. I was like, uh-oh, this is this show's going to be fucked up. <laughs> wait, wait. He called you before the show? What, to get When he was just finding people, Tobias gave me his name. <laughs> he, he gave me he gave him my name was given to him and that he called me on facebook i'm like why the fuck is someone calling me on facebook what kind of old grandpa ass shit is this and that guy too was just i mean that year he did trump and i think he bombed super hard yes yeah bombed so hard and but like he <laughs> he bombed so hard but then even though he's like ah, i did pretty good though like, he's just one of those dudes, are, first time doing stand-up, already delusional. Like, I fucking got it. <laughs> well, he voted for Trump, so he's already delusional. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, like, I'm not surprised. Dude, I'm, the next year I went again trying to win because, like, the first year I got third. I'm like, well, if first place is $420, second place is $42, third place is $4.20. And I got, you know, I got the $4 you, uh, prize. Were you second or third? I can't remember. I got third. You got third. What was that for? Was it fourteen dollars or something you got and twenty cents? Yeah, it was like a four twenty competition. Yeah, four dollars yeah. twenty cents is what I won for third place. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, I thought it was fourteen dollars. At least give it fourteen. No, no, I bought an ice cream cone. I was like, oh, I'm a comedian. Yeah, then, just an ice cream cone <laughs> without the ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the fucking cone. Uh, and I, I did the did that gig, and I was like, man, I I I, I can maybe win next year. Get the four and twenty dollars. That's a fucking big payday. It's all cash. And I think the fucking thing is rigged every year. Yes, we, we I think we established that because yep. the person who won, I think, might have ran it as well. Like, Yep, help run it. Help run it. Because I think the guy who never did comedy, the host, they just got him to, like, host. And then the one who won is the one behind all of the, the, the wizard of, of yeah. odds. Yeah. It's, it's one of those rooms where it's... The underbelly of a scene where that doesn't, it's not allowed in the actual scene no. that, that feeds like the club or any other of the big shows in town. And these comics couldn't tour. They're, they're like, they're going in and they're like, they're doing like every other white dude is just like, yeah, so black guys are like this, right? And then like, oh, you Mexicans, <laughs> kitchen. Oh. Boop, boop, boop. It's just like, Jesus Christ. This was the, the one I didn't go. This was the second year you went, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, the second show was even worse. Was there anybody there that you knew? No. Dude, it was it's like, it's like, you know, going to like a fucking NASCAR event. That's what the clientele <laughs> <laughs> I remember you, I, I remember you texting me that night. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. you were like, you were like, it's you sounded so down. Because <laughs> I was just like. Well, the problem was I went first the second year. Out of 10 comics, I went first. And it's, I mean, I, I got to, like, the, it was a packed room, which was fun. Like, okay, I could do stand-up. It, it was pretty good, yeah. It's but, you know, the host, again, just shit, a giant turd. Because he's like, okay, this year, last year I did Trump. This year, I'll dress up as a hippie and do the same jokes. <laughs> as a Trump supporter? <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, he's like, dressed up as a hippie. But saying, still saying like, yeah, so black people, right? And it's just like, oh my god, <laughs> black people, right? Huh? You group of all white people. Oh my god. <laughs> so he ate his own shit for like, you know, twelve minutes. And, and then the I, next comic was black people, right? No, that was me. But yeah, uh, yeah, I was. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I did my bit, my my bit. And then like all the com- like all the older, like these like all these people are like in their fifties. You know, old the audience, crowd. Was, yeah, everyone. Uh, comics. I'm like a yeah. I feel oh, like even the comics were yeah. in the fifties. Old, old, yeah. Wow. Not that, it, not that it's a bad thing, but no. I'm just saying I've never seen you before in your life, and this is just weird. You're talking about your 401ks in front of me. 
Is that what they were talking about? Probably. For... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Turn into like the peanuts. <laughs> but no, I mean, I just, I think I was texting you because I was just sitting at the bar watching each comic go and be like, there's no way I'm going to make this money. Just because I, I see people crushing with stuff that's like Jeff Dunham's bits and like I see like four Carlos Moncia bits. Was there any weed jokes? Because it is a 420 show. No. I did the only weed yeah. jokes. I even hit him. I was like, do you like, like, how many of you guys like smoke weed? And it's just dead quiet. And I'm like, it's a 420 <laughs> comedy competition. <laughs> <laughs> the thing says 420 right. and there's two stone guys on the front of the poster. It should be the 401k show. That's hey, right. there you go. Good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still write jokes everywhere. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you got to be wary. You got to be wary of those competition shows when it's like, well, I've never seen any of you before, and those judges look like your friend. So yes, <laughs> it was. They charged money. They made money out of that. Oh that fuck show. yeah, they did. There's like seventy people in there. It was it ten like, bucks a ticket. Ten bucks. There you go. Yep. And the venues probably give them a deal, like where it's like, well, we'll give you a fucking. It's a scam. <laughs> it's a scam. It's a scam. Yeah. I hate to say it. Are you telling me that people scam artists? What? People are scam artists? People scam artists. Scam artists, scam artists. Oh. Scam artists. Yes. Scam artists. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, technically we were the one scam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we're like, 10 minutes? Big crowd? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Can't wait to try these new bits. They didn't charge us, though. That was a good... At least that was okay. Yeah, we got a few drinks, too. A few drinks. Yeah. yeah. So that's not bad. Yeah. I mean, at least we can get hammered for free for having a shitty night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Do you ever worry about DUIs? Uh, I don't drink as much. Uh, I do, yeah. <laughs> Comma, as much. <laughs> as, <laughs> I, I mean, like, I can't remember the time I got really drunk. I had a girl tell me that she was a doctor I was going out with, and she said that Asians can't handle alcohol as much. <laughs> and Jesus I never fact-checked that. <laughs> oh, my God. But she was a medical doctor, and I was just like... Was that the first thing she told you? No. No. <laughs> Hey, by the way, Asians can't handle their liquor. You want to go out? You know, yeah, you can't. Was she just getting smashed when he told you that too? Uh, Was she trying to like sneak the bottle? No, uh, it was my birthday and she bought me a drink. Uh. And uh, (laughs) Such a weird thing to say. Well, I mean, we were hanging out. I don't think we were going out, but we were hanging out. And she was there at Johnny's a month after the election when Trump was elected. Oh. And... uh, Great time in Boulder. I don't know if you, do you remember this story? (laughs) No. Uh, I went up and, you know, I was like, oh, I've got to impress this, this girl. She's a doctor. I was like. Yeah. Because she came all the way to see me. So I get up and, oh, sorry. Before I came up, uh, I want to say which comic was before me, but it wasn't good. It didn't do so, you know, the room was like, ah, shit. And then these two, a drunk couple walks in. To Johnny's and the girl's like, look, she's just like looking at the room and people, you know, the guy's talking in the mic and she's like, is this poetry night? <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm going up next. I was like, great. So I go up next. There's a doctor there. I'm trying to impress. And I just started bombing. And then I mentioned something about race and I forgot what I was trying to lead into. Something about talking about being Asian. <laughs> and... <laughs> and I said, so, you know, I never faced that much racism, you know? Yeah. I said that. Like, nobody really called me a racial slur before uh, as much. And then I hear this guy just says, gook. Whoa. 
That one hits hard too, huh? So I'm bombing in front of all these people that are looking at me. <laughs> and when this guy says gook, <laughs> I just see these, everybody just turned their head to see who the hell said that. And there was this guy who was just like, he was just, he just realized what he just did because he's holding his drink like that. <laughs> He just he was yells like, oh, it. did I say something? <laughs> just fucking yells it. And Tobias was like on top of that. He's like, get the fuck out. Yeah. He was like, and he was like, he realized what he'd done. And he was like, no, 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 let me, let me. He started walking up to me and he wanted to apologize. No. Nope. Tobias was like, get the fuck out. Nope. Out. And I, I didn't know how to handle it. And I was just like, well, I'll just get off stage. And I was, I was like, I, and what made me feel better, though, so he left, and then his girlfriend or whoever he was with left, too. Yeah. And Elena Ingram was the next comedian. And she gets up, and she starts going, like, ladies, you got to have more self-respect. There's somebody fucking that guy <laughs> right now. <laughs> Boom. We got the funny Yeah. Thing. We were, she, I was like, I, I kind of like, I thanked her, because I was like, yeah, I wish I had something like that. And what was funny though is that when she when she said that, the girl that was uh, was with that guy apparently forgot her coat, <laughs> so she came back into Johnny's, and Elena oh. was like, "There she is." That's a different walk of shame. That's hilarious. yeah. So we we were laughing at her. <sighs> Probably was just so jarring. Like, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah, I mean, it was just uh... there's nothing. It was like he he pressed a button. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was a month after the election in Boulder. That was just like the shock. That was like wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a splinter cell right there. Yeah, and well, <laughs> well the thing enemy is that, lines. <laughs> yeah, splinter cell. <laughs> from, you said it from line. Yeah. <laughs> There's some splinter cell racist in Boulder. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. There's planted like someone's buying like a, a bouquet of flowers at the farmer's market. Maga. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the thing was, he called me a gook, which I thought was a Vietnamese. Like slur because yeah. I hear because I watch all these Vietnam movies and they use that term and I thought I was like ah what an idiot he's yeah. like I'm, I'm Filipino man right? that would have been perfect for you to rebuttal with like well I looked it up on Wikipedia the origins of gook <laughs> and I was like they used to call, back in the Spanish American War when the when Americans fought in the Philippines <laughs> to get basically conquer us they referred to us as gooks mm. and I was like ah. <laughs> It's actually a oh, Filipino. God, this fucker's not only he's a dickhead, he's a historian. Yes. I was so pissed. I was like, man, he's one of those smart races. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I think I was burnt out. Yeah. I, this pandemic made me realize, was like, I kind of, for the first three months, I was like, kind of enjoying being at home. Oh, damn. Yeah. Because I, you know, That's you and I, we were, we were like doing it, what, five, six times a week mm -hmm. sometimes? Yep. So... I had all this time, and I was like, I was relaxed. I was yeah. more, I'm more relaxed. I feel like you need to take a break every once in a while. Otherwise, you're just like, if you get sick of your own shit, that's when it's bad. Yes. I didn't take a break for a long time. One time. I think it was like four years I didn't take a break. Yeah. And then my dad passed away. That's the last, like, yeah, that was the last true break. It was my yeah. dad passed away. When you're like, yeah, I got to take a breather. Well, I was in Atlanta. Right. And oh, yeah. So, okay. yeah. You came back with some hot bits, though. I did. That was, life was really kicking me in the ass during that what, time. What is it about everything going shitty, all of a sudden you get a bunch of good bits? Uh, it's how to deal with it. That's that's yeah. my, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I wish I could be just like 
straight and narrow, like goofy and yeah. funny like that. Hey, everyone, what's going on? Yeah. It's the Tolo Show. Yeah. And I'm like likable, but instead I got like, no, this is the shit that happened to me and I got to talk about it. And I always have that like fear mm-hmm. when I go on stage. I'm just, I'm going to embarrass myself with that. Yeah. And that's like my challenge with my, the material that I kind of deal with. Yeah. And, like, because it's like, you know, shit that happened to me as opposed to like... No one's going to steal your bits, that's for sure. Yeah, that's the good thing. Right. No one's going to steal my bit. Uh, but it's, I don't know. Sometimes I go like, well, this is a happy crowd. <laughs> when I, sometimes when I scan it, I go like, this is a happy crowd yeah. and they're not going to like my my material out at all. Yeah. Boulder, Boulder's fine. Boulder's great. I, I miss it. I mean, I miss seeing the people. Yeah. And uh, I think it's a nice like middle for like between Fort Collins and, and Denver. It you get, I like Boulder because the crowds are very weird there. Yeah, because well, it's they're you know odd folk out there. Yes, because it's like they're liberal, but they also have a lot of money, and they're so, so they're so have so much money that they. I think I my theory is they have so much money, and they kind of feel bad about having so much money that yes. they decide to be liberal to be feel good about yes, it. Yes, <laughs> that is that is that is true. That is exactly. <laughs> That's why some of them are Buddhist because they're like, oh, mm-hmm. we have to learn how to let go. <laughs> and, <laughs> While I'm in this jacuzzi in this tube. Yeah. Okay. I was like, yes, let go. Let go. Yeah, let go of all your possessions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Boulder. I mean, I love Boulder. It's gorgeous. I, you know, I really, I'm just jealous of Boulder. Why, why are you I, jealous? Because when, when I'm there, it's like, this place is fucking gorgeous. It's so pretty. Yeah. It's so pretty and so I, cool. I, it's expensive to live there too. And mm. I'm struggling, but. <laughs> I mean, well, it's a it's a trade off because I literally like it's a six minute drive, yeah, from my my work, six minute drive from my apartment, and like I'll pay this huge amount of rent for not being stressed out yeah. going on you know on rush hour traffic. It's worth it. Yeah, you know, and it's, I mean, it's sometimes I just there's no fast well there is some fast foods but they're like. Three hundred dollars. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the caviar to go. Yeah. The, <laughs> the value meal in McDonald's is like, I might as well just go to like Five Guys or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Ten dollars for like a Big Mac meal. Really? Yes. Where? Yes. In McDonald's. In oh, Boulder. do they just have like tax the shit out of it or something? Uh, there's the sugar tax. Sugar. Uh, yeah, they have the bag tax. The bag. Ta- uh, you know, they I don't. Know if, well, they have the bag tax in the supermarket, but I think the sugar tax adds a lot. Yeah. What's the that. sugar tax? How much? Uh, it's it's the tax of I think they tax the, the food first, and then they they tax then they put another tax on it the ounce. So. Yeah. To like 10 cents an ounce or something like that? Something like that. It's crazy. It's, and you know what? I'm an idiot because I voted for it <laughs> because <laughs> I, I was in a different mindset at the time. I watched that documentary, Fed Up, where there was like sugar is like, you know, terrible yeah. for you. So there's a moment where I was not eating sugar and I lost a lot of weight. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's dog shit for you. Yeah. So I was like voting. I was like, yeah, of course, let's tax sugar and- and then you buy a Snicker bar, you're like, yeah. oh, no. Well, I realize I, what I hate about that tax is that in Boulder, the ones who have money, what are they going to eat? They're going to eat healthy food. Yeah. Because, you know, they have money. They can not have to eat a T-bone <laughs> steak to feel satisfaction. <laughs> Some broccolini. Yeah. Yeah. So they're really taxing people who, like, who are, you know, who are broke. And those are the ones who eat the sugar. That's, because, yeah, that's what they, they say, like, the... 
when you tax cigarettes, you're actually just taxing the poor, poor yeah. more, even more. That, yeah. That's why I was like, you know, that's why I'm like now against the tax. I didn't, re- I mean, I yeah. didn't enforce. I didn't see that, but got to tax Coke around those. That, hey, that yeah, tax yeah. Coke. If, if you're gonna tax sugar, <laughs> <laughs> tax yoga mats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that would be a revolt in Boulder. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna namaste. <laughs> We're not gonna namaste, namaste. for this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good night, everybody. Did we did some shows out of the out of the like out in the sticks once in a while, didn't we? Yeah, I know we we didn't do the Wyoming show together. We no. did. You you did it with, with Stroop or someone? No, it was Nancy Norton. Oh, was headlining, dude. If you, if you guys don't know, Nancy Norton's one of the funniest comics on the planet. She she saved me. So <laughs> she saved you. Well, I was like doing okay. I out mean, in Rollins, Wyoming. Out of well, the thing was is that like. I went to Rollins, and I remember I I, I, I have like a bunch of Boulder jokes. But I was like, "Well, no, I can't, I can't do these jokes in Rollins. They don't know hey, references." Yeah. But then, like, I'm talking to uh, to some of the audience members before the show, and they're into pot, and they're like, mm-hmm. they go, they're in Wyoming, but they drive all the way to Colorado to buy the weed, and they go to Boulder, and they know exactly, they know all the dispensaries. So I was like, "Oh, oh." So I did some of it, and I killed, and then, but like, I don't know, I think I I did maybe 18 of the 20 that I was supposed to do. Okay. And I just ended on a, on a down note, on a down <laughs> note. Oh, no. So you didn't kill. <laughs> I, I, I did well, good, good takeoff, the yeah. landing was definitely Oh, rough. one of those. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, Nancy came up and she just all she just started clapping and then like and then she dropped her chair while she was like going on the stage <laughs> and she was just like give it up for the chair give it up for falling <laughs> and everybody was just clapping I mean I, that's a master I was like I to reset the room and yeah yeah and I was like all right and she killed it she she just murdered. she won the Seattle Comedy Festival and the Boston and the Boston Comedy the Boston Festival. historically the first female yeah win. yeah. Someone who looks like a like a just a drifter on the street and no one knows can go up on stage and crush just like anyone who's like in the yeah in the public eye. I think that's why we, I love comedy because yeah. it's like what you, is that the word Ega, e, egalitarian where it's, it's like uh, yeah people say it all the time they're like it's uh what's it called meh it's begins with an M right <laughs> meh 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 a meritocracy meritocracy, meritocracy. <laughs> yeah. All right, good night. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I like about it is that there's there's no preparation. It's not like a musician. You got to you know tune your guitars and yeah, do all this. You just get on. Mike, yeah, that's it. The only work you're really doing is going on stage and keeping keeping your jokes fresh. Yeah, that's yeah. It's pretty. I don't know. And you get this. You get paid. Mm-hmm. That's that's great. I mean, sorry, the IRS might be listening. I don't get paid. For... <laughs> Can't get make shit. You know, just, the IRS is starting to do vent like tax like do stuff to Venmo. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I figured, bastards. I don't know how they're gonna do that with. Com- I mean, we don't make enough. If you're making more than five hundred, yeah, they're gonna be like, "Hey, what was this?" You know? Yeah. But I think like forty bucks here and there. They're like, whatever. What? A- I yeah. mean, like, I don't know. When I file my, I mean, I make more money on my actual job, <laughs> my oh, real yeah. job. Of course. Leave me alone. I'm paying taxes on the and this part. Yeah. Just yeah. The other thing's just buying gas and, you know, beer. Beer. I mean, the, you know what I hate about? It's not the paying the taxes part. It's the it's the paperwork. <laughs> I just, oh yeah! I just filed my taxes like two weeks ago. I went thirty miles to 
really to do this and yeah. make this much money, this many miles? Yeah. Oh, it's the paperwork. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, if you, I don't know. I was, how how are you gonna audit Venmo where it's like, well, well we uh, on March twenty fifth lollipop yeah, emoji. <laughs> Did you sell or buy any candy? <laughs> <laughs> Where's that receipt for that Lo- yeah, cherry lollipop? Yeah. It has to be mushroom cherry. winky face. What? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was private. Uh, Do you think like uh, other places like they're not they're not about comedy are paying people through Venmo? Maybe like yeah, maybe that's why the IRS is like going to audit. Venmo. I don't think the IRS is worried about comedy. The only time the IRS is going after a comic is when like the only time is when the uh, like the IRS would go after a comedian would be when there's like. They back know, taxes. They yeah. haven't paid shit for like seven years. They've been on the road. And it's like, hey, you owe like $3,000 in Oklahoma, $2,000 in California, <laughs> $4,000 in Washington. Has there <laughs> been a comedian who, who, who had that? Many. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Carlin had that problem. For sure he did. Because he, uh, I remember in the 90s, he did a, a MCI, remember, I don't know if you remember MCI phone no. company. Uh, it's AT&T's competitor. He did a commercial for them. And what was weird, because I was a big fan of Carlin, was that he used to hate those, he had a joke about, specifically about those commercials. Yeah, capitalism. Uh, yeah. Like that. About phone companies and their commercials. It's like, I hate them. And then he does it. And I was like, what the hell? And I, fi- I read that he had tax problems. <laughs> oh, so he had to make some extra scratch. He had to make some extra money. So and probably had to operate a little outside the comedy circuit, which yes. can be a bit shady. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it scares me. The whole so I don't know. I don't know if it's selling out. It's like you owe, you owe the government. It's... <laughs> yeah, it's really fair that you know when you when you go do your like art gig, like let's say you're a painter and you like sell a painting for a thousand dollars. The government goes like, "Hey, can I have four hundred and sixty-five dollars of that?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> man. That's in that nuts. Like the 1099 tax is crazy. Uh, oh, I just have to fill one out. I just don't. I don't get it. I don't. Yeah. I mean, like, what's what? What are the equipments I use? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You try to make money doing this. Fuck you. That's what I think it is. <laughs> Go get a real job. And that's why I we don't. I don't get paid for comedy at all. Yeah. <clears throat> no. It's charity. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it down. It's charity. It's charity. <laughs> I got some drink tickets if you want. Yeah, I think yeah it's give still those valid. to St. Jude. St. Jude. <laughs> <laughs> here you go, kid. Buy a buy a hot toddy. I'm from the 1940s. Get out of here. <laughs> I have cancer. What? What? <laughs> like how it ended on cancer. <laughs> I go dark sometimes with jokes because I, you know, I feel like I have jokes that are like, hey, we, but then sometimes there's dark. Do I ever, I never do go. I mean, I can go dark. I mean, like I talk about stuff about my dad dying and all that and, you know. That can be considered dark. That can be considered dark. Yeah. Yeah. You were upset about that, right? Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I was very upset about my dad dying. How could he do that? I like that you're. How could he do that? You're pleading your case. (laughs) Your honor. <laughs> no, I'm trying to remember when the first, I think the first time I saw you was at Johnny's. Johnny's yes. Cigar Bar. Yes. The, the the great open mic comedy in downtown Boulder that got kicked out by downtown Boulder. <laughs> yes. It's, it's an office now. It's just cu- cubicles. I went past. Cool. By. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Rad. It's, I don't know. I mean, it was, it was great. I loved mm-hmm. the wood. It felt like a nightclub. It did. It did. It had like that. 
that just fit. it was just dark. Mm-hmm. I just love how it was just dark. You could smell the cigar smoke in the in the humidor room. Yeah, yeah. it was it was good times. My God, and Boulder had every type of goblin of every type of every kind of class. You know. Yes, you mean like oh yeah, we had some homeless people come in, homeless and... folks to that doctor who's trying to get on stage and be silly. Yeah, there's like you know we had several. <laughs> there's a gal from like the just just jumped out of the feminist studies and is like, here's the problem with all of you. <laughs> And we're like, we know. <laughs> yes. You need to footnote your, your sets there. <laughs> I just ate shit there for the longest time. I did. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. You don't like confrontation, do you? No. No? No. It, it probably shows on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't. Confrontation. I mean, and it happens a lot, especially in a comedy where like someone's like, I want to talk. Yes. You know? But be, they don't know. I mean- I, according to the bias, I got the gig to host because I handle the heckler well. Mm. I don't know if you know that story. No. Uh, it was weird because Tobias just like sent me like an Instagram memory and it was like, three, I didn't know it was three years ago, but he took a picture of that moment where uh, it was a woman, it was Vision Quest and Tobias was still hosting. Um, it was divided into two rooms. It wasn't as big as, as before they had a wall. Yeah. And there was... A uh, Scottish tourist <laughs> there. Say no more. <laughs> and the group wanted to, like, one, it was one woman. I don't know where her rest of her group was, but they weren't there. And she was listening, the only audience member in this open mic. And I just started telling my jokes. And she's like, no, nah, in a very th- thick Scottish accent. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> nah. And she's like, I don't believe you. And I was like, what? And then she goes like, let me get up. And she starts getting up. And I was like, no, 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 don't go up. And she's you like, sign up if you want to go up. That's what I told her. Uh-huh. And she just started going up and she tried to grab the mic. And Tobias describes it as I did some kind of keto move where I moved the mic and then I like, like, <laughs> yeah. I riled her like a cattle. You took her, her momentum against her and put her like in a circle towards yes. the sign up sheet. Yes. Yes. It's <laughs> amazing. And I'm like, you sign up there. And then I went back on stage. And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And there's a picture of me like ho- like hugging her like that. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, well, yeah, she 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 must have been blasted, right? Like, yes, so drunk. She was so drunk. And man, handling a super drunk person because there's like I remember in the comedy works they have like actually like a a, a a PDF you can download of the different levels of heckler. Oh, was that by Deacon Gray? Yeah, Deacon Gray. Yes, yeah. I read parts. Yeah, it was really good. And like, yeah, there's like the one where it's just like someone just kind of uttered something out, not a big problem. Level one, not a big deal. No big know? deal, yeah. Two, like, and it's funny, each one, each column says like alcohol, maybe, alcohol, yes, yes, yes for the other three columns. Like it shows you like what level of like, they're, they're like probably drunk at these categories <laughs> if they're level two and above. You mean like it describes what they're saying and that's what? Yeah, why? Uh, Possibly drunk. Definitely drunk. Did it have racial slur as <laughs> yeah. one of them? <laughs> yeah. Like... Yeah, something like that. I don't remember the list entirely. Uh, you can definitely look it up online, but like the the list is like, one is just like someone going like, kind of being like, they're into it. They're into your comedy. They're just kind of talking, talking once in a while. And, yes. You know, you can't, you don't want to murder that person because they're enjoying it. They just don't understand that they're kind of interrupting. Interrupting, yes. So get them like, oh yeah? Oh, okay. And then try and just get them to follow the next joke as opposed to like crushing them. Level two is where they're pretty drunk and they're just kind of going, Ay, you know, like whatever. Yeah. Kind of definitely becoming a problem. <laughs> uh, and then there's level three where they're just hammered or they're just 
crazy. They're just interrupting the show, and they're a problem, and they need to be escorted out because they're so drunk and so confrontational. I've I've seen Tobias deal with that that level. Really? Yes. Where, it's, uh, Tenduri. Yeah. Were you there? Or no, I don't think so. Uh he literally dragged his seat. Like he was, I think he, he was still sitting down and Tobias was so mad. I never seen him so mad before <laughs> on stage. I've seen yeah. him mad off stage, but not oh, yeah. on stage. Plenty of rage. And he's like, I want you to move. And he like literally like moves his chair <laughs> out. <laughs> he was like, get out. I need you to get out. Mm-hmm. And he, because he was just drunk and he had money probably because he was like, you know, yeah. like, oh, I could stay here. Trying I could, to pay you know, off people. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think they kicked him out. I don't remember if Tobias oh, gave them out or like the bartender and Probably Tobias. Both. Yeah, we're like, get him out. And what was funny, because I remember him going out and he's just, a bunch of comedians are smoking cigarettes and there's like a no smoking sign. He's like, I'm going to call the cops on you. And he's like taking pictures of us smoking with the, uh, by the no smoking sign. Oh my God. That's how drunk you are. <laughs> so that's, that's a level three where it's like, God, you're just a piece of shit and you're just too hammered to even deal with. Yes. Then there's level four. What's level four? Anarchist. Someone who is just, they could be hammered, they could be not. They're just trying to ruin the show for everyone uh, and ruin it for everyone. I Out of just rage or spite. Yes. I've seen I that happen. You've I, seen that happen it, where? It, yeah, the old Hodies when Nate Brown was the old host of Hodies oh, really? Half Note in Fort Collins. Yeah, he, he would do this thing where, uh, well, he's just on stage and this guy comes in and he just has his, he just starts walking towards the stage. Like not, not in the like building, walks from the entrance, walks in. Just goes straight on stage and starts yelling at people, just screaming, screaming at Nate, screaming at Nate on stage, cutting close to the stage, and Nate has to go like, "Hey, get go away from the stage! What are you doing? You're coming at me!" What time was it? This is like, oh, this is like halfway through the mic. It's not only like, halfway through the mic. It's not where it's normal towards the end of the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, that's normal at the end of the mic, but no. it wasn't halfway through. Okay, but he's just he's screaming at everyone, and it's 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 just someone who's like. He, he could have been hammered. He could have not been. But he's just th- – that is a level of heckler where they're such a problem that they need to be escorted out. I think like level one and two, the comic can deal with it. Yes. But once they pass that barge and it's just like, get them out. You can't – Wasn't it in that uh, PDF file they said a white Russian was the code word? Was it? <laughs> I, I, I think that's okay. – yeah, Someone okay. get this guy a white Russian. Yeah, that's yeah. like the code word for like, yeah. I don't think kick everyone knows out. That there's going to be a bar somewhere in like Wyoming. Like, someone get this guy a right Russian and they give him two white <laughs> Russians. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on the comics tab, great. I was just thinking about actual white Russians for some, I don't know. <laughs> oh, like a white person? Yeah. Russian? Yeah. I've never thought about it in my life. I don't think there's any other color of, of Russian. No, I think there's Asian Russians, I think. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Canceled. No. <laughs> Canceled, dude. You can't cancel something that hasn't started, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that That's good. I got kicked out of a Facebook group recently. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What'd you do? It was something stupid. It was a- Hey, okay, what's your address? What's my address? They're just asking people? <laughs> well, they were- <laughs> I did a joke in a in a Facebook group, and I didn't know that you're not supposed to joke. <laughs> Which joke? What, what Facebook group? Is it? Um, it's no like, joking? Yeah. I Well, it's an art film- uh, group, which I, you know, I love watching films, <laughs> but the thing was, is that like, you know, usually it's somebody just reviewing a film or, or just saying like, I love this film so much. So you I, what? You can't have a comedic take. I, so I did a comedic take and it's not even funny. I don't think if like, it's, it, I don't know. It's an inside joke where I, I just watched the movie by, uh, about Che Guevara. Okay. The revolution, the Cuban, rev, uh, sorry, the Argentinian revolutionary who fought in Cuba. Yeah. Uh, 
And I just joked and I said, wow, this Chen movie is just a remake of Rogue One. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. And uh, I got half laugh reacts and half actually believe me. Like they did not t- see like, the whoa. joke. Oh, man. And it was taken off. <laughs> oh, the <laughs> comment or you were? The comment. Oh, well, the, the whole my, my post was taken off the group. Mm. And I was like, I, I emailed the admin, admin guy and I was like, hey, you. Come on, that was that was a hot take. Well, <laughs> he said that he goes like, "We thought you were being edgy," and I was like, <laughs> "I was like, well, I was being facetious and, you know, being yeah. with a sense of humor. I can't have it. Yeah, that's the problem with online. That's yeah. Are you gonna start shows soon again? Uh, I like doing shows. I don't know about start. I'm not. I don't know. You don't like to self start? No. No, no. I, that's one thing. Actually, I'm kind of like, <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. I inherited the show. Yeah. Uh, over at the the Boulder Auto, the license number one, and then the pandemic happened, and I was like, I don't that know. Show, it's a sign. <laughs> yeah, that show also sucked. It was okay. It was okay. the last four times I did it was like, yeah. hey, three people. Oh, you're leaving. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. It was. It was all right. I mean, yeah. but. I don't know. It was a good thing that, because I would have been stressed out. Because I was like ready trying to book. Yeah. <laughs> I just got a bunch of, maybe one yes is out of all these no's. Right. I've been asking for. So, yeah. I was alleviated, actually. Are you going to go back to Naropa? Uh, I still owed him. So, no. <laughs> no. You, you, no. So if people don't know, what is Naropa? Uh... Naropa is a, the official answer is the Buddhist-inspired university. Uh, in Boulder. In Boulder. Uh, Shocker. Yes. Right now it's under, <laughs> there's been Me Too'd. There's a bunch of scandals. Ooh. Yeah. Are you telling me a bunch of yoga professors? Yeah. Aren't, <laughs> aren't helping a little too much with that downward dog? <laughs> That's right. We shouldn't be shocked about that. Dude, I, when I was doing yoga with my girlfriend, we're doing hot yoga, and the like the instructor would come over, and like when she's doing a downward dog, we'd like, push on her back, and I'm like, I would start barking, like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you, are you serious? That's what he does? He just Not every time, but one, did, he, one, did, did he do it to you to make time. it like- no. Well, I just your girlfriend. I just like seared a bunch of goat meat and then went to the yoga once and just smelled like fucking dead goat, <laughs> <laughs> which is an authentic experience if you want the real yoga. Dead goat. <laughs> so no one's touched me for a while. There was one time when I did this. I did like I did this week, a couple of weeks where I was just doing like a week here and there, at different places, doing the free trial. What is hot yoga? You just literally do yoga while it's hot. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's fucking hard. It's one of the hardest things I've ever done. Really? It's a 105 degree room, 70% oh. humidity. Oh, shit. And it's like 60 to 90 minutes long and you're holding poses and you're like, can't breathe. Are you losing, do you lose weight doing this? You or? can, for you sure can. you can. It's, it's, it doesn't seem like it's super cardiovascular, but it is. But mm. yeah, uh, one time I was making uh, goat stew. <laughs> I bought some goat stew meat and I seared it up and let it braise and I was like oh I gotta get to yoga and I did shower and I was just like oh dude this is <laughs> this is aggressive because <laughs> like the, the fat from the goat meat I'm just like looking at it while I'm searing it you know so wow so everybody's just does people just smell there if it's 105 degrees all you, the time you, you know what it's so much misery 
you're not thinking about anything else. Really? You're just trying to survive. Yeah. It's, so, it's nothing. Anything you think that'd be like, oh, man, I'm a little self-conscious of this, I'm a little self-conscious of that. You could shit your pants and no one gives a shit in that, that room because it's so hard. That sounds like kind of yoga I would be into. Because, you know, usually I think yoga is more like, you know, they're playing waterfall sound yeah. effects. and It's actually hard as hell. It's hard as hell. It's hard as hell. And I had to get into it because I have all this, these back injuries and shit from playing football. And do you have to pay? Is it like? It's expensive. Okay. Yeah, no, I was doing the, uh, I kept like asking the dude like, hey, can I like pay the, it's the like, least amount? <laughs> I can't afford health insurance. <laughs> just give him like the sob story like, dude, I'm just trying to do my best, man. And then he's like, yeah, I'll give you. He gave you a deal. Yeah. Okay. But then it'll, you know, it'll glow out, go out. Last year I did 30 days straight of hot yoga. Oh yeah. I remember your post about it. Hot, it was great. Yeah. Hottober hot, was what it was called. Hottober. You still do it now? I know. Once no. the quarantine stopped, I. Like, oh yeah, that I or guess, started. Yes, I guess hot yoga is not. It's not hey, a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're doing that shit. Yeah, it's like, no. yeah, not good. Where COVID really like loves. Oh, it's 105 here, huh? Oh, a lot of room, eh? Yeah, yeah. So, and that stinks too, because I, yeah. I was doing yoga, uh, cold yoga, because I don't have a hot room in my house, <laughs> and I uh, ripped my groin tendon. Doing yoga, yeah. Oh shit, yeah. What, what what caused your injury? Was it? I just went too deep in a pose when it's not uh, hot enough, and if it's not hot enough, your joints and your tendons are like, "Hey man, not warmed up," oh. and then you just go. You t- wow, yeah, feels great. When was this, dude? Like May, May, and I still have issues from it. Oh yeah, I but made the CBD butter for it. And you, you put CBD butter in your yep, groin? On the hoo-ha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for the first t- time in my life. With I'm a butter s- knife? or Yeah. Well, I get like one of those, you know, like those ice cream scoops. <laughs> 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 you know. Do you stick it in there? Is that what you... <laughs> yeah. I just plop them. Yeah. The one with the little lever thing yeah, on it? Yeah, okay. yeah the All lever right. thing. Yeah. It could, I never close it, though. Don't close it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're into that. But, yeah, for the I first time be. in my life, I'm stoned off my balls, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just still laughing at stoned off your balls. You have, you're, you have a host personality, I think. I don't know. Hello, my honey. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I I got into hosting. I did a hosting at the improv theater in not like the. De- That's like right. You've Denver. been doing it. For, how long have you been doing improv? For? I did improv comedy for two years, and then I was like, "Oh, I'm in a cult, and I had to leave." You know. <laughs> And that's all improv is. It's like, oh, UCB's the best. And then you're like, no, Second City's the best. And even if in towns, like, my improv town, my my improv is better than your improv. Oh, really? There's, there's not much cross-mingling. And that's a big reason why uh, improv has got destroyed by COVID. Because, because it's all theaters. Yes. You can't, do, you can't do improv in a bar. No. And there's no... <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah. The business model for improv is like... Hey, come to this. Come to this school, and we're you're gonna pay a lot of money for all these classes. And when you get to level five, once you've paid your dues, literally, you can maybe perform. And that's only if you're good. Wow. Second City for sure. Well, and if you find a lot of those Second City teams or UCB, rest in peace. In pieces, I don't know. <laughs> One of those, you know, improv theaters. They'll the the people they're bringing in are like twenty year olds who are already amazing at improv. Really? 
Mm-hmm. Just like how you could take a young kid to do music, they get really good at it really quick. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same for comedy. If you get them going early. So a 20-year-old is good at improv. Oh, yeah, they crush. That is like most of the teams in Second City for a while were all just youths. Really? Because they're so good. I don't know if they, I mean, have they lived a life? I mean, that's the thing is that like, I feel like. Yeah, who knows? I, for me, in comedy or imp- or to be funny, you have to have like some kind of like mm-hmm. life experience. But when you're you're just twenty, I mean, yeah. I think the the thing about improv though is I it's when improv comedy is done well, it is the best thing ever. It's magic. Yes, I've seen. Yeah, but it's very rare. <laughs> it's very rare, and the, th- the problem with improv is when you get super good at improv, you're not doing improv. You get to do commercials. There's no big leagues for improv. There's a few on Netflix, but there's two on Netflix. You know. How many stand-up comedy specials are there? Mm. If you get good at stand-up, no one's like... Sometimes they're like, hey, you want to do a commercial? Like, oh, I guess so, but I'll do a gig in town that night. Yes. So Hmm. that's the problem with improv is it's cool, and I I got a lot out of it, especially learning how to host and project. It's a a nice skill. I wish I had it. Yeah. You know? Maybe Uh, it'll it'll work on that confrontation problem I have. Use your hands and yes and, man. That's pretty much it. I remember you mentioning that yes and thing, and I, I looked it up, and I was like, oh. Oh, yeah, kind of unlocked a thing. Yeah. You're just keeping shit going. Yeah. If you're that piece of shit on an improv team because it says no but, nothing's going to happen. But I, I think my problem is I, because when, when I researched and you told me about it, like I got it when, last, when I got heckled at an open mic, I just kept on saying yes, yes, and yes, but I didn't go for like. And. An and, which is the punchline, and I think that's my, yeah. my problem. Yeah, agreeing is just omission, and that's nothing. You yeah, you're not doing anything. You're right. not adding. Yeah, yeah, I'm just being like, I'm just placating mm-hmm. you. You gotta, you gotta twist it a little bit. That's the fun part. That's when shit gets weird. Yeah, which is, I have to learn to do that. Yeah, well, just take a chance, right? That's all it is, right? Yeah, just that taking a leap forward. Like, I don't know, if this is gonna be funny. And when it's not funny, it's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you have in stand up. Is you can go, you can, you're already breaking the fourth wall. You are the fourth wall. Yes, stand up. Yes, and you can just go. Oh, that went good. <laughs> that went good at all. And sometimes it'll save you. You know, just being honest. With, I think the thing that crowds will never like is when you're not honest with them. If there's, if the honesty's broken, yes, because you can be honest with them and being misdirecting and kind of lying to them in a yes. story. Yeah, but if you're not being honest with them, like. They can smell it. They can smell, they when, can you're, smell when, you're, when you're fucking with them. That is true. The birth of all comedy comes from a shitty bar in somewhere yes. where there's five to seven people in the audience, right? Yes. I, get, I mean, you mean like back in the day? Like no, Greece? in general. In general? Oh, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. In ancient, I think, isn't stand-up like a, it's uniquely American. Well, I, I thought, because I, I watched the documentary on Mark Twain. Apparently, he's one of the four fathers of stand-up mm-hmm. you know, yeah like uh apparently he was broke he was already wrote these books but they were he was broke somehow and he just went on a tour and did lectures yeah and killed with just telling stories just joking that's joking. cool yeah so apparently he's one of the first stand-ups terror wow yeah. okay that's cool i never knew that i knew he has that that famous quote where it says like if you try to dissect a joke, it's like dissecting a frog. Like he just dies. Yeah, yeah, you don't you didn't learn anything, and then yeah. you just have a dead frog. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like there was to be um, how, oh, there's this actor Hal Holbrook where he would do a one man show as Mark Twain, and would do bits that he apparently did back in the day. Was it good? Apparently, yeah, because he was a hit show. He been he he did he did it for like twenty years. How many times did he say the n word? <laughs> that's good that's good 
Just first line. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> <laughs> this is authentic. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like I'm back in the 1800s. <laughs> this guy's edgy. Pretty <laughs> probably be a nice back then. That was probably the correct, like the nice thing to say. Yes, because there's evolutions of bad bad names they'd give them. Yeah, know, that give is true. People. There's there's evolutions to like what is like not nice to say. That is true. And that yes. one, you know, obviously not cool. But <laughs> you know, there's a time when Dork was like, "Oh, you called me a dork? Fuck you! How dare you say that?" But now Dork is like fine, which yeah, is yeah. weird. Some of them drop off. Well, I got in trouble in Catholic school for saying words suck. Like like <sighs> You're I said, Catholic too. Oh yeah, raised. Ra- I I wanted to be a priest when I was younger. Yikes. I know, I know. Didn't have the taste. <laughs> uh, puberty happened. Oh, and, uh, puberty. Yeah. Uh, well, because the thing is that I went, I used an altar boy. Were you an altar boy? You know what? I looked at that and I was like, I want to be an altar man. They're like, get out of here. You know? <laughs> want to be an altar man. <laughs> uh, there are altar men. We only sometimes. do altar boys now. <laughs> They're like, quit ruining this for me, kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they had money. I mean, that yeah. was the one, like... I went into like, uh, as an older boy, I would go and hang out in a directory mm-hmm. and there'll be like, uh, the doorbell would ring and Dude, be like. That's so funny. You're getting into it because of the, the financial wealth. <laughs> yes. Because my dad was t- explaining to me, he was like, they don't pay taxes. I was like, what? <laughs> they don't pay taxes? I want to be a priest. Yeah. And, uh. And it turns out you can do whatever you want. Yes. Well, I don't know about that. But, well, that I found out like talking to a nun that they, that nun, it's kind of, this is kind of sexist, but, um. Nuns are not allowed to have credit cards or checkbooks, I think, and wow. only the head nun. So if you need to get something, you have to go through the head nun. <laughs> head nun. Yeah, <laughs> at the convent. Um, so, but the priests, they can get credit, they can have credit cards, mm-hmm. they can have check, you know. Yeah. And I was like, because they can buy whatever they want. Yeah, religion's usually not cool about gender. No. Yeah. No. Or a lot of stuff, but no. you know, I mean. I was raised Catholic too, and I remember one time the priest, I, my, my parents, we were Catholics until my grandparents died. Then we're like, "Woo, high five!" Like we're not going to church anymore. Uh, <laughs> 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 and uh, I remember one time, the last time we went to this church, my dad always hated this priest. He's kind of a dick, and there was a person in the front row chewing gum, and the priest was like, he was like telling the sermon, and it was like kind of heartfelt, and then just quit. And then just brought fire and brimstone. It's like if you chew gum, that's like asking you to go to hell. That's and what the if priest you, said. If you chew gum in church, wow, that is the most disrespectful thing. You should probably go to hell. Like wow. one of those things. And it's just like just a thirty-minute rant at this, you know, this forty-year-old lady. <laughs> just like Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, darn, uh, you know. But it's well, my my pastor. He was kind of weird because he always said uh, at the after everything. After speaking, he says, I love you all. That's all. That's how he would end every conversation. Hmm. Yeah. Find anything out? Uh, he died when I, I don't know. No, I mean, <laughs> there was a bit of jealousy, like drama, because I, he, the pastor before him was, he was jealous because he thought he deserved it. He was like, oh. I should be pastor. Isn't that funny? But instead, this other guy got it. And that other guy, uh, I found out later, had a drinking problem. That's why I got it. Yeah, we would that probably that's why he got it. <laughs> well, no, that's why he did. He he ended up had to leave because he had to go to a, to uh, like rehab. Damn, dude. and then that guy finally got to be pastor because of that. I remember my dad telling me a story. I was I was born in Rock Springs, Wyoming, which is just a hellhole. <laughs> Are your parents from Wyoming? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, 
my I, I remember like my my dad was like yeah the priest after every you know every mass would leave with a leather jacket or like all leather he'd leave in all leather and he's like that's not that's kind of odd and then like 10 years later he's like oh yeah by the way that one priest that it was kind of weird for wearing leather yeah it turns out he's wearing it for a reason and it was like he was just like you know oh he was one of those it. priests oh you know he was into s&m uh and boys oh and boys you know that old that old ticket where the uh. vatican's like yeah, we're our own country, so it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no one's doing it's anything about it. Legal in their eyes. No. Yeah, I met. I started meeting like a a priest in Boulder. He was like, he's like my age, and he used to be into punk music, and he just nice. And he's really cool. Like yeah. he was like, he, you know, we started talking, and he was like, I'm a big fan of Mike Birbiglia, and so he was just mm. like, pretty yeah. chill dude, real chill dude. Yeah, did you guys go on a date? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring the water, you bring yeah. the wine. Hey, turn this water into wine. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so stupid. <laughs> oh, Catholicism. I, it's funny, they, they had to do like a, a hard, they had to like take a left turn and like throw in new pope, you know? Yeah, I, I just saw the movie. Uh, yeah? The two popes, yeah, I was heavily into it. Was it good? Yeah, because it's... Uh, is the drama is about like you know he's this Anthony Hopkins plays the, the conservative staunch pope easily then, evil pope yeah evil pope and then, hello Clarice hello Clarice <laughs> uh, and then this new guy who's what what I like about the new guy is that he's not totally liberal like he's 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 what he's trying to say is that like look I'm trying to open the church up because I think our problem is that we're we're so old and we're so, we're put in this pedestal yeah. and we're not really, you know, connecting with the, the normal yeah. common folk. It didn't help that the old Pope was like dressing in like Sith Lord. Yeah. And uh, I don't have to research this, but according to the movie, when he, when he, when the new Pope took over, the current Pope, he refused to wear that red shoes and he just wanted to wear the regular. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense as a holy man, just like the, just rags. Yeah. Rags. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like if I Jesus, if Jesus was walking around with like a scepter and <laughs> <laughs> gold shoes. Well, I, the reason why I wanted to be a priest was like uh, I remember the story of like Jesus getting mad at the Pharisees because they were like wearing gold and all this like stuff, and I, it came dawned on me. I was like, well, it's sort of what these priests are doing now. So I was like, technically, he was a rebel. Yeah. So I was like, oh well, then that's the one that I see. I was like, he's a rebellious guy, mm-hmm. not the, you know. I'm sure it was actually killer religion when it started out, but like, you know, as time goes on, yes. it's all about power. It's all about power. Especially that whole crusade thing. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like. Oh, uh, that old biscuit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have a religious studies degree, but that's why I noticed. I read like the Gnostic Gospels, which is like the, the Gospels that was ignored by the church, apparently. Yeah. And one of Jesus' uh, sayings was like, don't write this down. <laughs> Whatever you do, really, don't write what I'm oh. saying down. Which is similar to like what the Buddha said: don't, don't make any images of me. So a lot of these, some of these, I, I a lot of these religious leaders kind of go like, don't write this down. Don't, mm-hmm. don't start a religion. Don't just do what you got to be. You know, yeah. Take what you can for me, and that's it. Yeah, there's no like live updates anymore for the Bible. That'd be cool. Live updates from the Bible. You mean like? Bible yeah, like, has a Facebook page. Yeah, like, or Apple's just like updating. <laughs> Gay stuff's cool now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not good though, because then they could start doing like, hey, uh, 
give us more money or something like that. That's what God says. It's all about money. That's it what is. I hate about it. It is. You know, these mega churches, sometimes I go in and I'm like, those are gross. It's a rock concert. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it's like, I don't know. I mean, I get it. They're trying to be, hey, let's be cool. It's so weird. I'm like, I'm, I'm a pretty godless guy, but the, I make Jesus every week you, at my job. You Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Sculptures of Jesus. Is it? Is there a reason why? Is it like your client is like... No, uh, most bronze sculptures are Jesus because churches have an influx of money they need to get rid of to keep their tax oh. off. And if they put it into a sculpture because they already have... They've already maxed out their real estate with all the annexes that they added on. So they're like, well, we can just buy this $400,000 sculpture of Jesus out front. Uh, so that's where it's go. That's why they have to spend all that money. Bingo, bango. Oh... Yeah, you got to put it in. You can't just sit well, on that hedge. In a way, it's keeping you employed. I know. And I it, mean, that, that's. I'm not like you know. I just think it's a, it's it's like when you get to. I think you, you when you went to college, you had an idea of like what the world might be like, and like what what like once you start working a job for a long period of time, you start seeing the real thing that yes. keeps it running. Yes, you're just like, man, this is pretty weird and kind of gross. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, it's disappointing. It's like wow. So like, there's no actual artists. Like, oh no, most from yeah. Wow. Yeah. So are they like realistic sculptures of Jesus? Or? Yeah. I mean, every, like, big fat Jesus, skinny Jesus, a lot of white Jesus, no black Jesus. There's no, yeah. I yeah. mean, like, I don't know. For me, Jesus should look like Tony Shalhoub. That's, Who's that? Monk. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, like a goober. Yeah, I yeah, mean. That makes sense. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what they look like in that area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And they, the... <laughs> well, Tony Shalhoub, I think, is, like, like, is, is Middle Eastern. So that's why I'm like... I imagine that's what he should look like. There's not... like there's an artist who non-ironically does jacked Jesus. Was it just ja- fucking huge, oh, ja- muscly Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> he was just, a carpenter. Yeah, I mean, just, just ripping the cross off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's when I get a day like that where it's like, holy shit, look at the biceps on Jesus, oh and I get to make them and like show them to everyone. Like, do you, you have to do that? The bicep Jesus? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I can tell you the artist, but you know. I'm already. So wait, there's an artist who's an actual Christian who who makes bicep Jesus. There's artists, dude, who uh, their main work is just in, in bronze, at least. Their main work is like you know, like I make realistic bears, horses, but no matter what they do, if they do abstract, if they do any kind of like you know amount of art that might be one thing, they still have a Jesus in their catalog because Jesus sells so much in bronze. So it's like, oh, if you like all my bunnies, I still have a Jesus down here. That is so, I don't know. That seems like an Old Testament kind of thing, Jesus in bronze. Yep. It's the golden calf. Yep. It's the golden calf. Yep. It's, uh, I'm it's, killing it with the Christians. It's <laughs> one of those things that keeps, keeps uh, yeah, the church keeps bronze going. Yeah. Uh. That and also governments who are like, we need to get rid of some taxes, so let's make it. Who Why not that? gold? Why won't they spend it on gold? Though? Gold? Yeah. You know how expensive gold is? Well, if they need to get rid of that money. Gold is a softer metal. And, oh, it's not as easy to mold. Yeah. If you're making a gold statue, that's going to be millions of dollars. Wow. Millions. And that's not a good investment. Like no. That's, that, that a cat's just going to piss on, you know, that most do. We get so many come in, they're like, we have to, we have to fix because someone slammed their car into it or some shit. Or <laughs> <laughs> a cat pissed on its face. Now, is this, are these statues being distributed around the country? Yeah, there's just artists out there. There's only a certain amount of foundries in the U.S. Oh. And there's only like maybe like 10, 12. And you were, it's in Fort Collins, the foundry you no, work there's, at? They're in Loveland. In Loveland's Loveland. like the sculpture capital of oh, the U.S. Know that. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. And we have two, two-ish foundries there. 
Oh. And what makes a foundry is they work in bronze and they can smelt metal, basically, is it. And what do you do? Do you, like, you actually sculpt? I'm a wax pourer. No, the stuff's already sculpted. I get the mold and I have to make a wax out of it, and that gets covered in this silica stuff. And then they pour hot metal into that new mold. Ah. Because you would just destroy the mold. Because they usually get one piece gets made, like, 12 times out of the same mold. Oh, wow. Yeah. Pretty interesting comedy stuff, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember the Nike bit that you had. Yeah. Oh yeah, that little biscuit. Sometimes, I did a I did a Planned Parenthood bit in Denver last like uh, last week, and usually it does well. Hey, Denver's like, yeah, we're for Planned Parenthood because it kind of ends with like a lean towards like you know, why would you boycott Planned Parenthood? Yeah, there's like a joke in there, but it fell flat. It, it was just dead silence. I'm like, oh. <laughs> It well, just, it could be either a it's just too much of a serious subject mm, to joke about, and they. It was a cat, a Christian uh, crowd. It was. A so Christian I should have thought. I, sh- I should have thought that one through. I was, I was just clean comedy, and that's when I clean bits. So I was like, <laughs> all right. Well, I killed with a Catholic joke on a Christian crowd. Like I think the non-denominational mm, oh, Christians yeah. they don't like Catholics. Oh yeah, if you go up to a you know a, a Catholic and start talking about Mormons, it's going to be. A good time. Yeah. They're like, well, what do they believe? <laughs> Same thing as Mormons are like, what do they believe? <laughs> so what's next for you, man? Oh, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm thinking about re- doing a movie, but I don't know if I can. That's how many things, great things start. Yeah. I don't think I can do it. I mean, like I. I it's a risk. You it's know? a risk. I Because um, it was a risk getting on stage for the first time. Yeah. So, yeah, I was thinking about it. Like, which is harder. And, you know, comedy I thought was hard, but now I'm like, okay, I'm comfortable on stage. Mm-hmm. And But a movie is like... Money. Money. And I got to be like, plan. I have to plan things. And you got to sell. And you got to sell. You got to get investors. You investors. Get, and, you got to learn how to well, work with people. I'm going to start small. I don't want to go like, mm-hmm. like you know, some comics, they want to go to headlining status right yeah. away. You're going to start with porn? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need uh, to have a story. You I just... need a cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the cameraman. I, you know what? I, I'm the cameraman and the I talent. I would probably make more money, <laughs> more was, money out of porn than this shitty show. You know, Longmont is actually secretly a very hot, like a high hotbed for like porn. Like a lot of porn gets produced there in Longmont. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact: Loveland sculpture. Fort Collins is beer, beer. Longmont is porn. Boulder is where the money, you, mm-hmm. that's where it comes from. That's where the talent goes to sleep, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm contemplating doing a horror movie because, okay. I don't know, because it's, well, it's easier to sell. Horror and comedy can work well together. And I think they can both be satirical also on the same time. Yeah. Like Another horror like Get Out. Yeah, like Get Out. Like a Jordan Peele, that's why I understand he started in, in comedy and then mm-hmm. now he's doing horror because I guess it's the same thing. It's just, you know, it's this timing thing. Totally. Yeah. But start, you know, start a GoFundMe, get some cool characters, hire one of those gals from Longmont. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to be my horror movie? Right. Hire horror. Bear. She's like, <laughs> okay, who do I blow? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I miss you, dude. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah, man. This is like, it feels like five years. That's what Doesn't it feels it? like. It yeah. feels like an, you grew your hair out like Keanu Reeves. It's awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I might cut it. I don't know. No, don't do it. If you'd cut it, give it to a kid, you know? Give it to a kid. St. <laughs> Jude. No. Yeah, give it to St. Jude. <laughs> yeah, he knocked. Uh, looking for St. Jude. 
You just have a box of hair. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Bartolo, everyone. Let's hear it for old Anthony. Uh, love that man. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Have a good week. Uh, if you want to follow us, goofing Gaston on all platforms, and I got free stickers, so hit me up for a free sticker, goddammit. All right, see you later. Toodaloo. <laughs>